Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Justin. What's up, man? Uh, long time no speaky. I know. It's been like a month. Maybe? Almost. We're pushing we're pushing that yeah. month mark. Yeah. Mostly my bad on that one. Been uh, taking some tests, uh, moving, and uh, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. I think it's both of us, because I graduated, mm-hmm. and then I left for vacation. Actually, I graduated. I was like, let's try to squeeze an episode in. I think we squeezed Legendary Wings in. Right. And then I left for vacation. And then I had, when you came, by the time you came back, I had my two tests and then moved on the first. And it's just been chaos ever since. So. But here we are. Fun. Yes. And I, I really do. And I, I, I may have spoke too soon last time when I said, as we were about to get back in full swing, I said, I think I said that on Legendary Wings. I was wrong. But now... Yes. I think we are definitely now, about to get back. In yes, because now my schedule is pretty much just going to be pretty, pretty open from here on out. So sweet. Uh, so especially on like weekends when we typically record. So yeah, shouldn't have any issues. But. So we're back, baby. That's right. Back including including guests. Guests are coming back too. We haven't had guests in a while, but I think guests are coming. They're going to yeah. make come back too. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need to yep. bring back some. Uh, is, is Rob Luther still in retirement? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I heard, he's doing turtle flakes, so I think he's back out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right. All right how, long so, did, how long did it last? Did anybody put a timer on that? I don't even know if it lasted long enough to even count as a retirement. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Hey, he can't help himself. He's got such a talent. Mm, I know. I, I mean... It's like if you were the best squash player in the world, mm-hmm. and would you really stay retired? Now, is is squash racquetball? Uh, I have no, I know nothing about squash. I'm fairly certain it's the same thing. Okay. Well, I kind of like the name squash better then. Well, yeah. And I'll tell you this: I've never known the actual rules to racquetball, but I have played racquetball. If that makes any sense. Mm. Pretty much made up my own rules. Yeah. 
I think me and you played a few times at UT, didn't we? We did, and we played by your rules, which I assumed were the rules. I didn't know. No. I mean, it, you know, I think we just played, like, what, to, like, 21, and... I mean... Gotta win by two. Can't be that complicated. It's just hitting up against a wall. I don't know. Right? Yeah. You hit it against the wall, and then you don't let it hit the other wall? Yeah, the other person has to hit it. Yeah. You get bonus points for headshots. (laughs) Something like that. Hey, so... For people who don't remember who we are, we're Two Dudes in an S, mm-hmm. podcast about the Nintendo Entertainment System, and today we're talking about Freedom Force. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, we're, we're timing this perfectly. We're coming off of Memorial Day, we're gearing up for 4th of July, couldn't really pick a better time to do this game. That's true. I mean, what better time to talk about freedom than right, right. now? And nothing says freedom like that that box art that this game comes with. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. You wanna start there? So let's start with the box art and then go into your go into your history. You wanna talk about the box art? Yeah, yeah, because this is uh, this is some pretty pretty good box art. Yeah, well it it screams, you know, eighties, really, from the get go. There's just like one thing that you know we do need to talk about, and I think in the gameplay, is you know the Nintendo really you know we talk about like Genesis was kind of known as the first system to really kind of throw the blood at you, the mm-hmm. blood and gore. Nintendo really didn't have that, and this game did. And you know right from the start on the box art, you've got guns and bullets, and uh, it's pretty it's pretty intense box art. Yeah, yeah. It's got uh, ninjas or something. I don't know what that guy he's is in the corner. There. Yeah, he's a totally ninja. Air, Air Force One. I mean, it, that actually doesn't. That looks like the old value jet planes. And they had like two crashes and then they shut down. Do you remember <laughs> the value jets? Could be. No, I don't remember them. Well, they were like. There was a company and it was called Value Jet. And let's be honest. I'm not riding on Value Jet. When you hear the name Value, what do you think when you hear Value? Cheap. Right. Like something that you... Well, Walmart's cheap brand is called Great Value. Mm -hmm. Well, Food City's cheap brand is called Value Time. Yes. So, there you go. I mean, that, and that's... Food City value time. That's even cheaper than the cheap brand because they've got like the Food Club. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And then they've got Value Time, which is even like so. If you're gonna buy like pork and beans, let's say you're gonna buy pork and beans, and you know your Lucky's pork and beans are like a dollar, and then Food Club's like seventy eight cents, mm-hmm. and then you go down to the Value Time, it's like forty eight cents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Where are these beans coming from? For the they most really part, they do really, they do a pretty good job of uh, tasting almost the same, right? Yeah. The one, the the one type of food, right? Well, there's lots of types of food, but there's two or three that come to mind immediately that are just n- totally inferior. One, tuna. Yeah. If you buy cheap tuna compared to the the, the good tuna, it's right. noticeable because it's just mush. Yeah, get star kissed. You gotta get star kissed, or I uh, I can't think. Uh, I can't there's think like of that scales in it. There's like black all in it. And it's like, 
what's, what's happening here? Yeah, yeah, it's not good, not good. And then uh, oatmeal, surprisingly enough, oatmeal is not very good unless you get name brand oatmeal. You gotta go I've, Quaker for oatmeal. Yeah, I don't think I've ever purchased. I'll tell you, this is uh, uh, that I think you gotta go name brand on, and that's Pop Tarts. Don't like the Food hmm. Club Pop Tarts. I'm not sure I've ate Food Club Pop Tarts. But you know what you can go Food Club on? Ice cream. Their ice cream is actually better than Mayfield's. Yeah, I think it's good. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. I've actually started liking the K's too, but it's usually usually I just get whatever's cheaper. Yeah. The food Club or the K's. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I think Nicolas Cage. If they ever turn this into a movie, Freedom Force, the movie, I think Nicolas Cage is Rad pretty Rex. good fit for that. Yeah. So Rad Rex is the guy on the cover. Mm-hmm. If you look at the, the stills from the game, that's got to be Rad Rex, right? Yeah, I guess so. With uh, some woman. If you get to the cutscene in the game, I don't know how far you got. We'll talk about that later. But if you get to the cutscene in the game, um, there's, a, there's a woman that comes into the uh, screen. And gives Rad Rex a good old smooch on the cheek, mm-hmm. right? And it's definitely not that woman, because the woman in the game has short hair. How do you know this woman doesn't have short hair? Well, it doesn't look like she has short hair. That's definitely it doesn't looks like long hair to me. It's wavy, but it could be like that's a I lot of hair. On that the is a head. that's true. It could be a lot of hair that's really short. Look at the size of the pistol like, that uh, Rad Rex is holding. I think it's a perspective thing, but yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. It's what we call a hand cannon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Alright. So let's get in let's get into history, what do you say? Okay, let me get that pulled up. That's where we go next, right? It's been so long. Yeah. Well we kinda jumped the gun on a little box art talk there. Oh uh, yeah, see, I'm I'm just I'm out of the loop, I'm out of the game. Yeah. It's okay. I think I brought it up, so I'll take the hit on that one. Okay. So, Sunsoft brought this wonderful freedom enthusiast... What what's the word I'm trying to say? Well, it sounds like you're saying enthusiastic, but that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense, (laughs) does it? Okay. It's late. It's late, sorry. But uh, Sunsoft brought this game to... Uh, the NES, and it is a Zapper game, which is something we haven't even mentioned yet. I mean, there mm. was not very many Zapper games out there. Or, I'm sorry, as the box art tells us, it's, it's the, the Light Gun series. Yeah, and it's the this, ultimate Zapper Gun game, according to the box that I'm right. looking at. It is the ultimate. And um, a few things about this game that were kind of interesting is there was actually blood in this game, uh, as I mentioned earlier that a lot of Nintendo games didn't have. Now it was brought to the to the arcade actually after the NES version um, and Nintendo brought it to the arcade itself uh, not Sunsoft. Okay so the publisher or I'm sorry the designer of this game Richard Robbins uh, the programmer Haraki Higashiya that's a good mm, one. Yeah. And the composer, who I thought 
did a good job. Naoki Kadako, Kadaka, Kadaka. That's what it is. Kadaka. Mm. So there was a one English guy in there. Yeah, the English guy designed it, and the rest were just Japanese guy. There's huh. some guy named Richard Robbins. <laughs> That's funny. So, but the composer uh, Kodaka has been famously known to be uh, composer for many other games, including Spy Hunter, uh, a game that we've talked about, Batman, mm-hmm. and many other NES games. Uh, he actually, his last game that he composed for was a game called Outlive Be Eliminate Yesterday in 1997. It was a Sunsoft game, and it makes zero sense. The title makes zero sense. <laughs> right. Be Eliminate you know, sun- Yesterday. Yeah, Sunsoft has a pretty good track record on the NES, especially as far as music goes, so mm-hmm. I would commend that guy. And we'll talk about the music for this game shortly, but... Um, Sense off, usually pretty good. He also did the, the music for Blaster Master as well. Mm-hmm. I like that game. And uh, there's a, I think there's a lot of similarities. But anyway, we'll, we'll go. We'll talk about that later. So anyway, did you have this game? Did you go out and find this game? Did you steal it from Neighbor Kid? Um, no. I actually took the the easy route. The easy, easy way out on this game and just ordered it online. Sweet. For shame. For shame, I know. Well, I have an interesting story. Another tangent. E, the, you were saying easy. And it made me think of Easy E, which is another friend of ours that we don't we rarely talk about on the show. That's Ethan. Oh, yeah. That Easy. I thought you were talking about the our other friend Easy E. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, Felicia bought something, or she saw somebody at a yard sale in, uh, off Sugar Limb the other day. It was like... Uh, Ethan's parents. Like, yeah. So she went and <laughs> bought some stuff, and then she was like texting the woman on Facebook, and she was like, Pam McReynolds, do you know that? And I was like, well... Yeah, uh, that's Ethan's mom. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Nice. Small world. Did she, uh, she catch you guys a good deal? Yeah, you know, she she bought this picture. Uh, what was funny was uh, she bought this, like, little portrait, and it was like a praying child. And it's like a really kind of antique-looking thing. And uh, after I found out that it was Ethan's mom, I was like, wait a minute, is that child Ethan? <laughs> It wasn't Ethan, though. Are you sure? <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Like, you just see a picture of Ethan hanging out. You have, you have a picture of Ethan in your house? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway. Yeah. Ethan comes over and is like, hey. Wait a minute. That's, that's me. My, Mom my, sold my picture. <laughs> <laughs> Mom sold my picture of me? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, no, I took I, I bought it online. So, but I do have an interesting story about being trying to play this game. Okay, it's a, because it's a zapper game, and about uh, I'd say about a year ago, um, I decided to inst- to upgrade my TV in the office. I don't know if you can see it's flat mm, now. I see yeah, it. Okay, well, the flat TVs don't work for zapper games. Completely so. Useless. 
I had to go down in my basement and hook up to... Okay, it's not my basement necessarily. It's a crawl space, right? But it's got like an enclosed area in the crawl space with electricity and stuff. So what I did was I took my NES <laughs> down into the crawl space. I didn't want to bring the TV up because... Mm-hmm. That's a, that's just a that's a hassle. So right. I took Those I took my yeah I took my NES and my Zapper down into my crawl space and like plugged it up down there and was playing and played it for a little while down there. That's pretty funny. So because <clears throat> I mean you can't emulate it and I can't play it on my Retron because I mean I could play it on the Retron but I can't shoot the TV right so just die. Yeah. Yeah, I still have. Uh... An old TV, an old tube TV, um, and I've had that thing. I'll tell you exactly how old it is. I got it the year the Nintendo 64 came out. Nice. And still going strong. Well, the one that you'll you'll remember the one that I went down and played the game on. It was the one that we had in our dorm room. Oh yeah, the silver one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's that's it's down there in my crawl space just for. Just such an occasion, just in case I ever needed tube TV. It's so funny, like the old, like not just the tube TVs lasting longer than like the new LCDs and uh, plasmas and all that, but um, like, so we just moved into this new house, right? And it's got this like really old dishwasher in it. And at our old house, we had a really new dishwasher. But the, the, the really new dishwasher really wasn't very good. Like, it constantly left stuff on. Just, it was kind of disgusting. But <laughs> this one, so we, we, we put a load in um, the other day. It was like, uh, uh, oh boy, let's see what this thing's going to do. This old, timey thing. It's going to like, uh, it won't probably won't clean anything. Cleans everything. It's like, makes it spotless. Melts your dishes. <laughs> I mean, it's like perfect. So, huh. well, there yeah. you go. Hey, electron things that are like old appliances and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, there's no comparison to new appliances. Right. Like, kind of an unre- somewhat unrelated example, but we have at work we have equipment that's like electronic equipment. You know, mm-hmm. things that load, put load on samples and stuff anyways some of those things are like from the 70s and 80s so mm-hmm. they're 30 40 years old and they're still kicking just cranking, just cranking along and we bought i'd say six years ago we bought a new a newer one uh-huh. a newer piece of equipment in the, in the similar style equipment it's already broken down we're already having to buy a new one so we've got like 40 year old equipment that's going strong and we've got six year old equipment that's just done and hence, uh, you know, and it'd be interesting to note, since this is the topic of our show, how many NESs still function today mm-hmm. versus, like, how many, say, PlayStation 2s would function over that same amount of time. That's, yeah, that'd I've, be like, good. I've, I've had, like, two PlayStation 2s go kaput on me, so. Well, yeah, the, my my PlayStation 2 went kaput, and I, didn't, I just didn't get another one. Right. So but, it's uh, like... Those things don't last. I know my uh, my original Xbox has gone kaput almost like a couple times, but for some for some reason the original Xbox I've been able to fix it. 
Like it's been, it must have been like a software thing or something. Like you're just changing out the hard drive in it or something and just being able to fix yeah. it. But still, in its natural state, it goes down. They just don't build them like they used to. That's right. Build them the last. Alright. You want to talk about this game? Yeah. I'm guessing you're like me and you don't have any memories from when you were a kid. No, never played this game. Obviously, well, it came out in 88, so I would have been four. Or turning four. Three turning four. So this is probably about right about the time I'm getting an NAS. As well as if my parents had found that there was blood in the game. Even though it was like cartoonish blood, it, that would have been next. Yeah, I can remember um, my parents had no issues with me playing like side scrolling games where like I would stab people or shoot people or like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Contra, you're basically shooting people in Contra. They had no problem with that. But. When it's me holding the zapper and like shooting people on the screen, <laughs> they had they had a little bit of an issue with that. Like any game, like I think uh, Hogan's Alley, they didn't really like. I, I rented that one and they didn't like that one. Yeah. Um, Duck Hunt, they're fine. I can kill as many ducks as I want. You know, right. But your dad's probably like really actually encouraging that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know, it's interesting. I've I've thought about this a few times. For example, I was watching Con Air the other day. And not is that just, Nicolas not, Cage? Yeah, that is Nicolas uh, Cage. Maybe that's why I was thinking Nicolas Cage too. But Con Air is not really a good example because it's not necessarily terrorists. Those are cons that take over the plane. But there seemed to be some movies in the 80s and 90s when we were growing up. And this game, for example, that used terrorists as the antagonist right Mm -hmm. but yet really and this is sad almost to say really sans the Oklahoma City bombing I really didn't really think about terrorists up until September 11 2001 and maybe that's just me being and maybe that's most American kids just living in a bubble but uh, I don't know it's just like it's so weird like you think about it every day now, but back then, they were making movies and video games, so it did exist back then, but mm-hmm. never even thought about it. That's right? true. That's true. Well, of course, I think it's all, I think it's just kind of kids living in a bubble in general, because I'm stressed out about all kinds of things now, <laughs> like right. in the world, like everything about the world is just stresses me out. But when I was a kid, I didn't, I didn't worry about any of that stuff. Right. Right. So. I look back at my parents because my parents were I'm, they're they're older than I am now, but I look back at other kids' parents, I guess, who would be about our age, plus about ten years maybe. Mm-hmm. So in their thirties as well, and thinking back to them and thinking, yeah, I can see why they're always stressed out. Like, no, you cannot go outside and play by yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like Leah. You know, it's so funny. Like my daughter, she's like. You know, I can remember, you know, being young and be thinking like, I could walk to the store and be fine. Like, I can <laughs> yeah. do that. That's, that's fine. Like, there's no, there'd be no issue. And I know that that's like her argument for being able to go outside and by herself or whatever. It's like, as a parent, you think, oh my gosh, you know, everything. But right. uh, back, but as a kid, you're just like, 
What's the deal? Yeah, I can remember thinking like, I w- like I can remember. Let's bring this back to NES. I remember wanting to rent a game, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking because, you know, we had the picture where I live. You know, there's I live right. fairly close to the river. There's the bridge, and then there's the shady uh, trailer, trailer right. rental right. store trailer across rental. across the thing. I remember thinking as a kid, okay, I want to go rent a game. I asked mom and dad, can we go rent a game? No, we can't. We don't have time to go over there right now. I remember thinking, well, I'll just hop on my bike, ride it across the bridge, and uh, <laughs> go rent right. a game. But that would have been a disaster. I probably got hit by a car based on that oh. bridge that we had back then. <laughs> and if you remember that bridge, you remember the shady sidewalk that bridge had on it? Uh-huh. It was like a metal sidewalk out here on the edge that like yeah. no one ever walked on. <laughs> no, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you could trust it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was fun. But anyways, so needless to say, neither one of us had any experience with this as kids. So I guess we kind of have to go to it now. But before we do, I've got a little something. Yes. You know what it is. Do you know what it is? I think I do. Is it this? It is. Oh wow. That this version of the manual that somebody has scanned in is a little rough on the edges. Yeah, they well they used it. Yeah. Here's your limited warranty. And a good thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let's see if I can get to the story. Here we go. They teach you how to use the zapper first, but now let's go to the story. Yeah. Oh, you know, we haven't mentioned this yet, but it's also two players. It's take turn two players, but it's two players. Yeah. It's the same game, though. So. Yeah, it's the same game, but there's two different characters. They're letting mm-hmm. you know right now that there's two different characters. There's there's Nicolas Cage and there's uh, Danny Glover, perhaps? Yeah, Danny Glover, I think, is pretty good, yeah. Okay. A group of extremist gorillas called the Unknown Gorillas have captured an entire airport. As you will soon see. <laughs> you like the name they, of that group? They really they really, really spend a lot of time on that name. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, guys, uh, we got to come up with a name for our group, right? So we're uh, we're gorillas, and we haven't we haven't established a name for ourselves yet. So nobody really knows who we are. Any ideas? We're unknown. How about this? I I got another theory. They wrote this uh, this story, and they they were going to come back and uh, rename the gorillas, but they forgot to. They just put unknown in there for the time being. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, that's my theory. Anyway, go ahead. I have, a, I have a better name for them, just right off the top of my head anyways. What? The Thrilla Gorillas. There you go. There you go. All right. As you will Cincinnati soon see. Cincinnati Gorillas. Oh, yeah. too soon? <laughs> That's too soon. <laughs> As you will soon see, there are three ranks of Thrilla Gorillas. Uh-huh. You... The player must choose your enforcer. Player one is Rad Rex, and player two is Manic Jackson. These enforcers they, are especially trained to deal with critical situations. They tell you you get to choose your enforcer, but you really don't get to choose. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> Unless you're playing two players. Right. Uh, 
I like it. His his name's Manic Jackson. Does that mean he's just really happy all the time? Yeah, really. So does he just like go on shopping sprees and spend all of his money and can't <laughs> like talk really fast and yeah, but, like sleeps two hours a night? Is that what that means? I think, I think that's what it means. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So where's uh yeah. depressing uh, depress depressing Johnson? Is he player three? <laughs> Depressed Johnson keeps getting killed <laughs> yeah <laughs> depressed johnson <laughs> uh, okay anyways uh he they are his... <laughs> he, he just throws his gun down and says what's life live okay <laughs> no you know what uh, that's not that's not funny actually no it's not depression is serious and we don't need to make fun of it we're not making fun of depression but we're making fun of a character named depressed jackson right no, Depressed Johnson. Because of Depressed Johnson. because they decided to name a character in the game Manic Jackson. Right. Right. Anyway. Right. So they are they're agents in a team called the GTS, the Gorilla Terminator Squad. Uh-huh. And they uh-huh. use guns. They use a thirty eight caliber pistol. They use a forty four magnum. And they use a grenade launcher. <laughs> That's a bit of a jump. Mm, yeah, a little bit. And their mission is to naturalize. <laughs> naturalize. <laughs> We're going to make you citizens. <laughs> yeah, their job is to naturalize the gorillas. Yep. <laughs> We're take our... You have to read the Constitution. You have to learn English. This is. Uh... <laughs> We're going to take terrorists and we're going to naturalize them. I feel like I've heard that a few times, right? Uh, maybe. Uh, anyways, neutralize. Neutralize the gorillas. Quite quite different from naturalize. <laughs> Alright. The unknown gorillas. So the three ranks, okay? You got the bag men. <laughs> Again, they went out of their way to make these names. <laughs> yeah. These are the lowest rank. They don't have any cause, they just like violence. Yeah, they just that. Reckless abandon. Yeah, and they're too poor to afford a mask that to wear a bag over their face. That reminds me of the funniest scene in a Quentin Tarantino movie. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I don't. Django Unchained. Uh, It's been a long time since I've seen it. Okay. So maybe you can tell me after the show because I'm pretty sure the last time I saw Django it was pretty pretty gruesome and raunchy. Yeah. Alright, your next rank is Elite Assassin. The second highest ranking unknown gorilla are the unknown gorillas are the Elite Assassins. They are more deadly than Bagman, and they can shoot back with grenade launchers. They do not know why they are fighting. They just want to get on the TV news. (laughs) (laughs) What a group. Really? One one group... They don't care about anything. They just want to just fight. And one group cares, but their reason for caring is just to get on TV. Just get on TV, yeah. And then here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The leader of them all. The one who may or may not have a reason for fighting. (laughs) Eugene Extreme. Okay, a couple things about Eugene Extreme. Okay, th- first of all, the picture. 
What about the 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 picture screams Eugene? Yeah, but it doesn't scream extreme. <laughs> well, I mean, but look at his clothes. Okay, he's got like body armor on and stuff. Okay, yeah. And here's my thing: uh, if my name's Eugene and I want to be extreme, and I want to have my name represent myself as Eugene and extreme at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna go with extreme Eugene. Yeah. Not Eugene Extreme. Right. Exactly. Because at least then I sound like a wrestler or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Eugene Extreme. He is the leader and mastermind scheming and plotting to take over the world. Okay, so he has a reason. He wants to take over the world. Yeah. So he is also a coward. <laughs> <laughs> he will hide behind anyone when things get nasty. He will use his bagman and elite assassins in any way to try and take over the world. He's very crafty and cannot be easily hurt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he can't be easily hurt because he's hiding behind people all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so in the game, you're trying to shoot and destroy the enemy while also avoiding shooting citizens. There are... They call them scenes in the game, but there are one, two, I think there's five, think three, there's five, four, yeah. five. Yeah, there's five. They're all around the airport, right? Except for the last level. You take it take it to them in their hideout. And Eugene's the unknown. Is it an unknown hideout? Yeah, it's an or? unknown gorilla hideout. Well, but the hideout's not unknown. Right. It's the gorillas that are unknown. It's their hideout. Mm-hmm. All right, I think uh, that's pretty much it. It's going to show it. it. The manual goes on to talk about uh, what the screen means, like your health and your error, right. uh, and your ammo, and then you also kind of the special targets. Which I don't know about you, but I didn't, I, I didn't realize that the there was one that you could shoot and just make the game harder. Yeah, but uh, that's not. That's usually not a good thing. And you can get you can pick up different weapons, um, and then you know the, this game we really should, probably should have done the high score challenge, but we were just uh, we didn't know when we were gonna be able to record and stuff. So, but this is this is a high score type game. Like you're trying to get a good score, right? Um, and different different people uh, are worth different amounts of points depending on how much you what gun you shoot them with, all that kind of stuff. Um, I did want to stop and touch on some of these innocents. Yeah. This is a big story in the game to me. Because, okay, the first one in in the plane, and I forget what that thing's called that attaches the plane to the terminal. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, those are pretty, okay, That those are understandably innocent people, right? I don't know, the passenger man looks kind of like a creepo to me. He does. Actually, he does. He's wearing like a hat and what looks like a handkerchief? <laughs> he looks like a bandit. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a terrorist. It's a I, bandit. I'm <laughs> pretty sure I shot him a couple times just thinking he was a bandit. You know? Right. Wanana. <laughs> Jack, um, bandit. <laughs> uh, passenger woman, okay. Skateboarding kid. I've got a lot of issues with skateboarding kids. First of all, what's he do? He's skateboarding. 
what's wrong with the kid, though? I mean, why would he be skateboarding in the middle of gunfire? Oh, there's some people shooting at each other. I'm just going to go flying through here. <laughs> well, here, here's my thing. And I'm guessing that you shot the kid a few times. Oh, sure. um, probably because he needs to be taught a lesson. You exactly. don't need to be skateboarding in the airport. Exactly. What's wrong with you? <sighs> yeah. So. Okay. Um, and then uh, my favorite one's on the next page. You see, can you t- find my favorite one? Well, bikini. Yeah. The bathing beauty. Yeah, the bathing beauty. <laughs> it's like, what, what, again, she's not tied up or anything. No. Is she Is she being held captive or is she just... No, she's just hanging out. She's immune to bullets, though. Yeah, I know. I wonder why. Which is weird. <laughs> well, first of all, on this page, I have another interesting thing. The elderly woman with a cane. And scene two and five. Uh huh. Does she looks like a bad guy? Yeah, she does. She may be uh, extreme Eugene's mom. Well, and so you shoot her a lot because you think she, you know, she doesn't. She's not an obvious innocent. And also, she kind of looks like Shredder. Shredder? Yeah. If you go to a game still, she looks like Shredder. Hmm. Telling you, I'm gonna pull one up. Pull it uh, up. Just to show it to you, because I think she really looks like Shredder. Um, let's see. Oh, that's not a good picture. But the game, the premise behind the game, it's a hard game, but the premise is pretty simple, right? Yeah. Basically, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not super familiar enough with arcades to know the status of arcades at the time. I know there were light gun games in the arcade, but I didn't know, I don't know to what extent they were. This is like an early, um, think area 51 or, uh, time crisis or just one of those games where the the screen moves, bad guys pop up and you Mm. shoot them with your, with your gun. So to me, this is kind of like an early take on that. And to have a game like this on the NES is pretty cool to me. Yeah, it's a cool game, definitely. But, uh, you know, it's pretty much a straightforward... It's a very straightforward game. I think it's... Honestly, I think it's probably... It, it is difficult, but I think it's probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, light gun game on the NES. Okay, I'm going to pull up this picture. I'm going to screen share this so you can right. see this. Because... So if you look at the elderly woman, it's like the pink costume with like the silver head. Uh-huh. I think it looks like Shredder. I don't know. It's just me. Okay. Can I get a picture of Shredder? Uh, to compare it to? A picture of Shredder. Sure. Good podcasting right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good podcast. Uh, anyway, so what I was saying is, I think this is probably this ranks up there with one of my favorite light gun games for sure. Yeah. Also, in that same vein, 
This was a Patreon pick, and I forgot to mention it at the beginning of the show. Oh. Whose Patreon pick was it? Hang on, and I'll tell you. More good pod. More good pod, that's right. Okay. This is not the best example, but this is the Shredder from the NES. And he's even holding a sword. It looks like the cane, the woman. He's holding. I mean, now, granted, this is not a carbon copy. Exact. But, there you go. The pink pink and the silver and the sword. I got you. I think that's from the Super Nintendo game, right? Yeah. Or maybe Genesis. I mean, no, it can't be from Genesis. It's not cool enough. That's from the Manhattan Project. Oh, okay. So, okay, so it was NES. Yeah. Wow, graphics were good in Manhattan Project. Yeah. Okay, so this is a Patreon pick. We're going to talk about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. We quit talking about that. <laughs> yeah, we did, didn't we? Speaking of Rob Luther. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, we'll make that happen, surely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's okay, the deal. Patreon pick. Okay, yeah. Rob's a teacher, and it's summertime. Yeah. I mean, I know he's got a kid and all, but I mean, come on. He doesn't have anything to do. Exactly. All right. So, Patreon pick from Mike H. Sweet. Who changed his name on Patreon to something I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say on the show. There's no uh, curse words, but Bloody Handed Otaku of Ziggy Moons. Mike H. I don't get it. Mike, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I definitely don't get it, but there you go. Thank you, Mike. Uh, we, we definitely appreciate the Patreon support. and uh, It's a good pick, too. It is a good it's pick. A good it's a great pick. So how far did you make it in your little cubby hole in the basement that you were playing your game in? Well, unfortunately, I didn't have a ton of time to spend on it because I was holed up in the basement. Mm-hmm. But I was able to make it... Um, let's see, let me look at the levels again. I think I made it to level three. Okay. Uh, I got it to level three as well. But I'll tell you this. <clears throat> I did like the bonus level uh, Will of Fortune game that you get to play. Yes. Yes. That was cool. Yeah. The Codebreakers Challenge stage. It's basically a game of Hangman. Yeah. Or Will of Fortune. Yeah. Well, I thought Will of Fortune just because it gives you the hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives you what it is, like a thing or a person, place, whatever. Right. That was cool. And you got you to gotta do it without error. This game's all about doing things without error. It did confuse me a little bit, though, because the it highlights letters. Like, it goes by highlighting letters mm-hmm. or something. Like it, it uh, But it, they really don't mean anything. You just need to shoot the letters you think they are, right? Right, right. But for some reason, it highlights them as it moves across. So that kind of confused me a little bit. Right, right. So, uh, but yeah, that's a pretty little neat little end game. It's kind of like, kind of weird, though. It's really weird. But I guess you're supposed to be... I feel like this game wants you to be a spy, right? Mm-hmm. They want you to be a hardcore shoot-em-up guy that's also a spy. Mm-hmm. Shoot-em-up guy that's also a spy. Shoot-em-up spy guy. Shoot-em-up spy guy. Yep. All right. So, 
I guess let's talk about the graphics a little bit. What do you think about the graphics? Nothing to ride home about. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, they're good. They're not bad. Uh, I think you get pretty much what you need. There's some good background in them. Um, the, the one level that's a little disappointing in the graphic area, but it's not disappointing in the music area, is the red level. I guess that's the gorilla hangout. Yeah, I really... I, I, I didn't make it to that level, obviously, right. but mm-hmm. in watching videos and stuff, prepping for the show, that level is just a... That's a pain. I would hate to have made it to that level and try to sh- find people and shoot them and stuff. Yeah. I thought there's the... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, there's a lot of hostages. There's the elderly woman that keeps, like, yelling at you. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> Get off my but, lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quiet down. Um, but it, it's just interesting. I thought the first level was really cool. The planes and the guys yeah. popping out of the planes. Although there's some really long planes in that level. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought the second level was a little too similar to the first level. Mm-hmm. Like you go from the planes to the whatever you call that thing that attaches to the plane. Yeah, the terminal. Whatever. Yeah. The terminal. Terminal thing. Thingy. So they were. Mm-hmm. It was a little too, too this too samey to me. Mm-hmm. Then you go to like the um, inside the airport. I thought that looked. Yeah. I thought that level looked awesome. It was a good. It was a good level, except for the kid riding his. Yeah, except for the skateboarding kid. Skateboard. Yeah. That didn't make a lot. Are of you sense. even allowed to ride skateboards in an airport terminal? You're not allowed to do like anything in an airport terminal these days. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy that got kicked off the plane, or they like thought he was suspicious because he was like doing math problems on the plane? <laughs> no. Yeah, I had to find that. They thought I was... just saw it on the Bailey Show or something. What they think he was gonna do a build a bomb or something? Yeah, out of that piece of paper or something. Don't do math on the plane, people. Don't do math, period. That's that's pointless. <laughs> Is it your career pretty much staked on? Yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, don't quote me on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what about okay. the sound? I thought the music was pretty well awesome in this game. The myself. music's really good. It's very, very uh, uh, high tempo. It's kind of almost like metal. Like yeah. Eight bit metal. It's very eighties action movie. Yeah. It makes me think of like uh, I don't know, I don't even know I can't think of anything in particular Rambo right Ra- yes that's a good one it's very Rambo yeah okay but uh, and the sound effects pretty good I mean yeah. they definitely yeah. did their job I like the sound of the gun yeah it's pretty good you mean the spring 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 yeah and the uh, well, the Magnum too. The Magnum had a different sound. They had, the guns had different sounds, so that was. Cool. I was making, I was making fun of like the spring and the zapper, it makes the pring sound as you shoot it. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I uh, that, yeah, I do like the noise too. Yeah, it's pretty sweet noise. It's pretty sweet noise. But and, uh, uh, you got any hints, tips, anything? 
I uh, didn't come across any. Of course, you know, the big thing that Hansen Tips is they give you passwords in this game. The passwords... Hey. Sorry, right? The password that I saw was not that... Like... Not that... Uh, not the mama? Bad. No, it was Spy Hunter. Oh. What does that do? Uh, it takes you to a certain level. I forget where it was, but, uh, yeah. Good podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it does something. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a password. It does something. You know. Right. Right. So. Let's go. If, uh, if I can get this pulled up here, we can talk about some cheats. We cheat. If you wonder why I keep, if if people watching or you wonder why I keep looking left, it's because I, I clean the office and I reorganize. I usually have two screens going, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I used to have two screens on the same side. Now I have two one screen to the left. So I don't know if I like it or not, but it's over there now. Okay. Uh, level select, pause the game, then press A 16 times, and for one more time for each level. For example, you must press A on first level 17 times and 21 times on fifth level. This works only for the first run. That doesn't even make any sense. That's a lot of counting. Yeah. It's that math you were talking about. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, there's a hidden ending message. Uh, if after beating the game three times, when the word congratulations appears, press A on the second controller and a hidden message will appear. But such a tease, it doesn't tell you what it is. Oh, man. I have to yeah. look it up. Multiple endings beat the game up to, up to four times in a row to see each time a different short ending message. It also varies if you reach the end with the second player. So I guess there's alternate endings. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Even more reason to like this game. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you so want to talk I, about is it worth it? I do. I do want to talk about is it worth it. So I don't know what you paid for it online. 12 bucks. But someplace. How much? 12 bucks. Yeah, it's about what it goes for. 10 to 15. So. Hmm, I don't know, man. Are you happy with that $12 purchase? Hmm. I'm not a huge Zapper game fan in general. Mm-hmm. Plus, you have to go to your basement. Plus, I have to go, to, I have to go down to my crawl space to play. Mm-hmm. So, I have to go and basically. I, I think I'm going to rename it my Cinderblock Castle. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's probably... If you like Zapper games, this is probably one of the best ones you're going to get on the NES. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's so a good challenge, if you, it's, it's a good challenge. Unless you unless you do the, the old cheat where you get right up on top of the screen. and Even then, though, it's, it'd be a pretty hard game to do that way. Yeah, it would be. You have to be really... Your reflexes have to be really fast because they shoot at you fast. So you have to be quick, yeah. quick to draw, quick to trigger... Anyways, I don't know. For me, no. I don't think it's worth it. But that's just because I have a... Whatever the opposite word of affinity is. 
to Zapper Games. Yeah. And having to go down to my crossbow. I don't know. If I could find it for cheaper, maybe. If you came across it for five bucks, maybe. But the online price, I wouldn't. I don't think I would pay for it. The other thing is, like I said, if you like if you like Zapper Games, or if you just if you just want to try a Zapper game outside of Duck Hunt. Mm-hmm. And you're looking through the, li- the list, the very small list of Zapper games. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one to have. I mean, I would, I would definitely agree that this is probably one of the better Zapper games. I think this is a good, a good pick by from Mike H. Just simply because um, of all the Zapper games that we played. I mean, we played Duck Hunt in this one, right? We haven't played any. Oh, and and Hyperion, we played that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> But of all, yeah, but you can't find that one in stores because it never really came out. Right. Um, but of those, I mean, it's it's as good as Duck Hunt. It may be even a little bit better depending on what type of game you want. Yeah. Because Duck Hunt's just the same thing over and over again. The duck flies up, you shoot the duck. The duck goes down. Duck flies up, you shoot the duck. Maybe you have forgotten. Sometimes shoot skeet. Okay, yeah, but I never liked the shoot skeet. And you can have two ducks too. Two ducks fly up, shoot two ducks and go down. Uh, this game is it's got a story it's got it's like a it scrolls along you know so you feel like you're saving the country you really do yeah right from unknown gorillas right bagman extreme eugene Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it is a hard game i don't know okay i want i'm I'm gonna go back i'm going back (laughs) i will say this change the more I think about it, the more I think it is worth it. You've convinced yourself. I convinced myself. That's right. Sweet. All right. What's next? What we got next? What we got? Some retrofitted trophies? Yes. Retrofitted trophies. All right. Let's do some retrofitted trophies. How many you got? I've got two, and one of them is not very good at I've all. I've got four. Whoa. I've got four. Okay, so you're going to have to save the day. You're going to save the day. I'm gonna, I'll go with my first one. Uh, Vanna White would be impressed. And that is complete the mini game, the bonus game. Oh, okay. Well, mine would is similar along that lines. Mine is get all of the mini games correct and get all the bonus points. And that is, Pat, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Oh, yeah, I like that. All right, my other my other one, which this is the one I don't really like, is called Zapparoo Zappadoo. <laughs> I like it already. I like it already. <laughs> and that is score fifty thousand points. Sweet, sweet. Okay, so my other one, here's one. This is kind of a uh, I don't really know if it's a trophy or an achievement, but it is um, <clears throat> serves him right. And that is shoot the skateboarding kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is am I in the foot? And that is shoot the elderly lady and get an error for it. Because uh, <laughs> you think she looks like Shredder. Nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Just you. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So what happens if am I shoot? I... Huh? What happens if I shoot her? No, it's still the same. Still okay. The same okay. And last but not least is I'm ready for SEAL Team 6 
and that is beat the game. Oh, okay, that's a good. One. I just thought I, I thought of another one while we were talking. Okay. Um, this one is called uh, Depressed Johnson. Oh, and no. That is, <laughs> and that is be unable to beat the game and just later gun down and go to bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like if you just can't beat it, you just lay your gun down and go to bed. And you get the just, Depressed no, Johnson right. trophy. All right, um, so rating. How you wanna, uh, how are we gonna rate this thing? Uh, what type have we talked of, about? Type of gun. Type of gun. Okay, we could we could do type of gun. Type of handgun. Type of terrorist. Type, <laughs> type of terrorist. This game is <laughs> ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Okay, so type of handgun. Hmm. I've got mine. Okay, you go ahead. Mine is a 44 Magnum revolver because it is one of the best sapper games. It's got packs of punch. It's hard. It's hard to wield. It's hard to play. It's difficult. That's all I got. Alright, I'm going to go with a 45 caliber pistol. Oh, .01 no, no, caliber is more than mine, huh? No particular, <laughs> uh, no particular brand, because I'm going to say that it has a, it's, it's very powerful and very tough, but it's not like a 9mm. It doesn't go long ranges. It's only good for short range. So, there you go. Right, no, no brands from it. Snub nose. I'm gonna throw snub nose in there. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh oh, here comes my train. You have a train now? I have a train. Or is that my train? Nope, no, that's, that's your train. train. It, mine, mine doesn't do that. Mine doesn't go toot toot. Mine goes. Mine's. It's got the long. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we have two trains on the show. But just for the two-star, I moved right next to a train. Truck. Yeah, that was nice of you. That was very nice of you. <laughs> All right, we got any feedback? Uh, I've got the Facebook feedback. Sweet. I've got, I've got some, some Twitter and, uh, and Google. You ready for the Facebook? I am. Ross Beck says it's one of the best Zapper games. Agreed. Joe Cope. Joe Copel says, never played this game. Guess I need to find a zapper and this game. And a TV if you don't have a yeah. tube TV. And Jason Robertson says, well, I just got a zapper. Guess I need to add this to the list. Or maybe Joe could buy the game and you two could get together. Boy, you got a so, loud train. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually fairly close to the train track. So. Yeah. Uh, pause the show. The train's about to run over Justin. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Hickman says it has blood it's true Douglas Delecky Jr. says by the time I got it I no longer had a CRT TV to play it on I feel your pain there you go go to to the crawl space and Jason Robertson gave him a little advice saying that CRT TVs are very cheap at garage sales and goodwill but they take so, so much space in your house yeah 
you need to really have like a basement or something to put it in. So, Douglas Delecky Jr. says, Unfortunately, I'm rebuilding my collection and no longer have a copy. Trevor Franklin says, This game is best enjoyed with freedom, fries, and justice. Yes. Andy Lewis says, Never heard of it, which is sad. Okay. But you said uh, it's sad that he hasn't heard of it? He said it's sad that he's He said it. that. Uh, Adam Malone says, You want a great Zapper game to the earth? Incredibly difficult. Peter Martin says, never heard of it either, but I've never played Legendary Wings either, but knew of it, and still enjoyed that episode just as much as any of the others. I'm sure we all enjoy this one too, whether we've played it or not. Well, thank you, Peter, for those kind words. Greg Polander says, never played this one either. I had a zapper and some games for it, but never did try this one. Looking forward to see what you guys think. Our good old boy Ivan says, Gotta love the 80s hair from the box art. Nice. I like how you call Ivan a good old boy. Yeah, yeah, he has to be. Is that it? Right? That's it. Okay. Facebook. On Twitter, Twitter, uh, we had. Well, I guess we don't have anything. I thought we had it. We got some some retweets and some likes, but I I could have swear we had a comment. So Twitter must have deleted it. I'm just gonna blame Twitter. So yeah, it's of course it's Twitter. But on Google Plus, our good friend and sole Google Pluser Ryan Ballard says I didn't have many Zapper centric games, so I'm curious to hear about this one. Hope Sweet. we've enticed you to either buy it or not buy it, based <laughs> based on what we have said. Okay. Well, you know, it's one of two things, right? Right. Um, we don't have any voicemails or emails or anything else. I don't think. Uh, I we do have some new honorary dudes. I think. Hold on. Hold the okay. phone. Hold the phone. Oh, I'm I'm holding. Uh, yes, no, no new, no new voicemails. But let me check the honorary dudes list. I think we've got some new ones. Sweet. Oh, yep, yep, we got three. Got three. Oh. Alright. First on new honorary dude is Dude Winters. Congratulations. With the Twitter handle. I'm going to throw his Twitter handle out there too, because that's how... I feel like we first got in contact with him. At 8 bit first. 8 the, oh, eight the number 8. So go follow him. Yeah. Yeah, on Twitter. Give him give him some follows if you if you if you're on there. The uh, yeah, in the Twitter Twitterness. Hmm. Sis. Uh and then uh Dude Paul. Congratulations, Dude Paul. Yes, Dude Paul. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce your last name, but you know who you are. Dude Paul. And uh, last but not least, I've been mulling over what to call. You know, sometimes we give unique dude names. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been mulling over what to call this guy. Um, 
I've tossed around Dude Hosehead, uh, Dude Hoser, Dude Who Never Pods, um, Who Retires All the Time, Dude Luther. I think we, I think we just, I think I'll go with that. I think we'll go with Dude Hosehead. I think Hosehead. It's perfect. All right. So Dude Hosehead, welcome welcome to the fold. Mm-hmm. Now there are some other there are some other uh, hosers out there that are getting on close. they're getting close they're getting close. One in particular who was who's right there he's right on the cut he's about to crest the hill and like head on his way down. And then all of a sudden, he just stopped posting, and he started doing more Genesis podcasts. So, well, how lame. so how that may lame. that may still happen in the future, but for now, he's just still teetering on the top of that hill. Right. I'm not going to mention who it is, but he knows who he is. Right. He knows who he is. The only the only germ who's not also a dude at this point. Right. All right. Uh, that is, I think that's about all I have. I say go follow the Retro Junkies and listen to the other Retro Junkies shows. Right. Turtle Flags. Turtle Flags. And Radical Retro Roundup. Mm, yeah. Go yeah. Go check out Joe's show. He's not on the Junkies Network, but check him out. Well, just check his show out because he has an amazing voice. Yeah. Hey, you know, some people, they have to have a certain... Um, they have to have a certain type of soothing noise to go to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it's Joe. Listen to Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's Joe. Sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's tons of Retro Junkies shows to check out. I would just recommend going to theretrojunkies.com. There's a list on there with links. Big old list. It's a big old list. The biggest list. It's huge. It's a huge list. Huge. You won't be disappointed once you see that list. <laughs> oh, I guarantee, guarantee, you will not be disappointed in that list. Um. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I would say iTunes. We have not gotten an iTunes review in a long time. Good or bad. No, we haven't. We haven't gotten a two-star. We haven't got a five-star. We haven't got a four-star. We haven't got a three-star. We haven't got a one star. Yeah. We haven't got nothing. And it's probably because we've been on a little bit of a break. But we're back now, so I think we deserve a rating of some kind from somebody. Let's somewhere. Get some, let's get some, some feedback and stuff going on right now. I would prefer five stars, but uh, sure. if you're not going to leave a we're five star, if you're not going to leave us five star, at least be funny about it. And... You know, get mad at us for always having a cat in our lap or something. Or, yeah. Right. Or trains. If you want to comment about how we have now have multiple trains going by every night, every podcast, then and give us a four-star for that. That's, I understand. Yeah. Or you may be a train enthusiast, and that bumps us up it. to a five. Sitting there naming which type of train is it actually driving by. Hey, no, seriously, though. Listen back to one of the old episodes and then listen to this one. Two distinct trains it that is. that actually follow the same track, oddly enough. 
Mm-hmm. It comes from your house to my house, I'm, I imagine. Right. Maybe one day we can... Uh, Podcast from the train? Or, or one day you'll hear the, pod, the train, like at the very beginning of the episode, at my house. And then all of a sudden hear it at your house by the end of the episode. That would be freaky. <laughs> would that be insane? I bet that could actually happen, though. Yeah. All right. Do you, can you all tell right. them where they can find us real quick? Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and all the social media. Let's get on Google. Let's not let that one guy. Ryan. Be our only Google. Ryan Ballard. Be our only Google Plus guy. He's lonely out there. He really yeah, is. He wants, he wants you to come to Google Plus. I want you to come to Google Plus. I think Michael wants you to come to Google I Plus. I do. I do. But check us out there. Check out all the other retro junkies. And of course, please give us a call. I'm looking at you, Fish Lips Jay. And our phone number is. Um. Awkward pause. 775-773-8761 or 775-7-RETRO-1 or on our website. You can click in the upper right-hand corner or upper left-hand corner, one of the upper corners, and there'll be a little phone. You click it, you hit call, boom, voicemail. Got us. Got us on the line. There's a lot of people who have called in who have, I, you know, there's been a lot of good calls, and uh, they've gone gone a little dry. Mm-hmm. So it's time. Let's get some more. It's time. There. I think it's time. time. And of course, iTunes, right. Stitcher, SoundCloud. We're on all those places too. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Been a good show. We actually didn't tangent too much. I don't think. No. We'll have to do that next episode. Chris, let us know. Sure. Let us know if we did if we did good. If we did good on the tangents yeah. this time. I'm sure people are gonna be just so disappointed. Alright, that's it. Alright. I don't know what the next game will be, but there'll be some kind of music here, maybe some more in sync, I don't know. I like in sync. I know. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everybody. All right.